Poop City isn't a place. It's the mediocrity of the American experience. From the perspective of two leftists reading the news, my name is Stephen. And my name is Charles. And our show is called Escape from Poop City. Let's talk about the escapes. Okay, well, if things get too heavy or we get too angry, we can trigger an escape. Which prompts a thought experiment. Like, what is the most Gwyneth Paltrow thing about you? And the most you thing about Gwyneth Paltrow? Or decide on the Mortal Kombat finishing moves of the characters from Shrek. Find us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your pods. You know you want to. Who's holding you back? Do it. Do it. Do it. Where does the king keep his armies? In his sleeveys. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Yeah, that. I don't think that's going to make it. <laughs> no. It's, 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 it's one of those that's like, it's good, uh, but it's one of those like, yeah. I, this dude loves offensive humor. And like, I feel like Tim, I, I could send this to you, but like, I question even after sending it, like, should I actually send this? Like, it's good, but that is bad. That is a, that is a, You're trying to make good, light of a dark situation. Yeah, it's a good joke yeah, that, yeah. that hit me in the stomach because it was too real. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Brozai. <laughs> My name is Tim Hansen, and I'm changing things up because Matt's not here. Um, he welcome to Brose. <laughs> he can't stop us. Welcome to Brose. Like I said, I'm Tim Hansen, uh, pre- El Presidente of this here podcast. Uh, joining me, as they always do, are my bros from Belmar, New Jersey, Mr. Rich Sweeten. I didn't know we had Jack McBriar co-hosting this show. <laughs> and from Madden Heights, New Jersey, Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And like I said, Matt's not here to stop us because he's doing responsible things like unpacking his wonderful new home uh, in somewhere in New Jersey because I forget and also don't want to dox him. But he doxes you guys all the time. So I feel like that's normal. I don't I don't I don't know. Um, and my social security number. <laughs> <laughs> my my driver's license number is four. If your credit card number was how much money you had in your bank account, how much, what, how much would you have? <laughs> um, oh, <man. laughs> thank you for joining us on Brose. Uh, here at the Brose, the Brose podcast, the premise of the show Ding. is four bros, or three bros in this instance, uh, sipping some sweet, sweet nectar of the gods in whatever alcoholic form it may be. Uh while pondering some deep, deep questions, or less deep, depending on how not good of a question I've come up with. <laughs> but um, thanks After for joining discussing us. Discussing comedians for a half hour until Tim could figure out a question. <laughs> Just vamp, 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 baby. Um, yeah, so that's the that's the premise. Because I, I said it again. Um, but let's go over what we're drinking, and I'll start off this time. I am drinking mm-hmm. a six clones of Merlot, a two f- 2014 vintage from Pierano Estate Vineyards. It's a pretty good Merlot. I've I have no idea how long I've had this or where it came from or how much it costs, but hopefully it's hopefully it's not dumb expensive because it's pretty good. Um, easy drinking, not too heavy. Uh, 
not too light, not not dry, not super sweet. It's just like a good Merlot. Um, so if you like red wine, go get you some. If it's dumb expensive, um, my bad. <laughs> Rich, what, what what are you finishing uh, this uh, session off with? Uh, I am finishing off the session with a different one of uh, the God's Nectars. It is a Delta 8 Seltzer. Um, I finished up all my alcohol. And so this uh, zero everything, like zero carbs, zero sugar, zero everything seltzer uh, is lime flavored. I got a variety pack. It's doing it's doing its job. Is it? Mm. I think I'm so. I don't know. know. Yeah. Right. Give me uh, 20 to 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Sean, Sean, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Nine Lives Riesling. I'm finishing the bottle. It was super sweet. It was just a dessert one. And uh, that's it. A plus. Good job. Good job making a fucking inoffensive sweet Riesling. Nine Lives. Yeah. I do really enjoy the, the, the label. Oh, it's sick. Yeah. The, I would get it just for that. It was also pretty cheap. I think it was like 10 bucks. So. Oh, I absolutely would have bought it just for that and been like, oh, this is also a good wine. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it worked out. Sometimes it does. Sometimes it doesn't. Cat makes me feel a feel like <laughs> I think of Phoenix. Felix. Oh my god. Felix, yes. I think it makes me think of uh Doraemon. Okay, mm. yeah. I can see that too. Toads. So, any uh as always, you can send us questions at brosequestions at gmail.com. But does anybody want to get us started on this final episode with this for this evening's session? Man, I got a dumb one. Okay, a dumb one that's also kind of cute and has a story. Um, what would you consider to be your spirit animal? And it doesn't necessarily have to just be an animal; it could be a character. Blah 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 blah. Um, and the reason that I ask is, this is my spirit animal. This oh, is always a sad turtle. Oh, he's he's grumpy. Depending on the angle, he just looks sad, but he's definitely like an angry kind of grumpy turtle. Mm. And his name is Timmy Turtle. I didn't come up with that. That is literally what he is advertised as. This is Timmy Turtle. And the tagline is some days are Timmy days and that's okay." (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to start just tweeting out when it's a Timmy day. Today's a Timmy day and just. Yeah. And uh, but that. but but one of uh one of our friends sent it to me and Martha, well a picture of it, <laughs> and, and I was just I don't even remember what the rest of the conversation. But then Martha's like that we started having the 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 philosophical conversation of well what is a Timmy day? <laughs> what do, what does that mean? Is it just a bad day? And Martha's like well. For every Tim, it's probably a little different, but I, I feel like for a lot of them, it's it's when someone brings you in for your expertise and asks you for answers and then just fucking ignores you. And then later when it all goes wrong, it's like, here, your problem now, <laughs> um, which is very fitting. And then Martha said that her spirit animal was my friend, Mike. And I was like, yeah, that tracks. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is spirit animal. Uh, it's the goblin shark. 
<laughs> you just want that extending mouth so you can go. Argh. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. No, it's not the goblin shark. But I mean, I'd be gobbling up all the food, so maybe it is a goblin shark. I've always felt very a, a very strong kinship with the sloth. Mm-hmm. Just in general, just that that seems like the life to me. I, it's maybe perhaps the sloth is not my spirit animal so much as an aspiration for me. <laughs> I can definitely <laughs> aspire to a similar feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you have what? you seen Slother House yet? No, I have not seen Slother House yet. I'm excited to though. <laughs> um, I. <laughs> I oh, what are those little those little like wombat looking guys that are always smiling, just living their best lives? I want to be that oh, my spirit animal. I know exactly uh, what you're talking like, about. Dude, I have no idea what it's about. called. Yeah, doesn't it start with a K? I think or like the, a K sound. Are you thinking Kinkachu? Um, I think that's I it. I found Kuakas. Kuakas. Yeah, yeah. I just found it too. <laughs> It's Kuwakas. Those guys, I feel like those guys are just like, you never know what's going on, but they always just seem so pleasant. They're just kind of like living their lives. Great. Yeah. Kuwakas um, a great choice. Capybaras. I think, I, I think, I, I, my spirit animal is a, cop, a capybara. And it's just chill. I just want to hang out in the water and eat grass and be happy mm. and be fair. a little rodent mm-hmm. little mm-hmm. i mean giant Happy, but still they, little. They, they're not small i know they're big they're big rodents they're like they're the size favorite. of gary right i think bigger like medium-sized yeah. like medium-sized dog they're 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 yeah they're about the size of like medium-sized dogs um mm. They're, 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 they're the four best. to four and a half, three and a half to four and a half feet long. Mm. Uh, they're about two feet tall. So they're longer than I thought they were, but not as tall as the are shorter than I thought. And are typically 35 to 60, oh, 77 to four, 146 pounds. Jeez. Mm. They're dense. They're, yeah, well, they're red, big guys. Rectangle boys. They're, they're uh they're they're the main reason why I tangle points. <laughs> well, they're twice as long as they are tall. They oh, okay. they rectangles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're most of the reason why I prefer to go to the uh, the Cape May Zoo because they have a huge like copybara population in the zoo, whereas like most zoos have like one or two. They've got like a bunch. I don't know if I've ever seen one outside of pictures and just being like, you want to see the world's largest road? Well, I don't know why that's the voice I use. They're not in Australia. And I, well, that wasn't an Australian accent, but whatever. Well, it looks like we got to go to Cape May Zoo. It's I don't only... think I've ever been to Cape May. Have I been to Cape May? I don't know. You've, you've been to Cape May. You've just probably never been to Cape May Zoo. Mm. You've definitely been to Cape May because... I've been to the Cape May Zoo. There's a Frisbee golf course there. Is there? Mm-hmm. Is it still there, or can you... Oh, I guess outside the zoo in the Cape May Yeah, it's outside the zoo. Cape it's not in the zoo. Park, yeah. It's like, yeah, it's yeah. in the park that's in front of the zoo. And it, like, goes over all the water features and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You've been, Tim, you've been to Wildwood, which is Cape May. Is it? It's Cape May County, at least. That's not the same. Yeah. Okay. I live in Camden County. <laughs> yeah. Like they're they're not even connected, Rich. What? This is, this is a physical, physically different landmass that doesn't fucking count. <laughs> I've never been to Cape May. Get out. <laughs> you've driven through Cape May to get to Wildwood. That that is not true. Cape May is south of Cape Wildwood. Cape May is south of Wildwood. Why would you go? It to is. <laughs> is it? I thought Wildwood was like the, the southernmost very... beaches. No, no. Some of the southernmost beaches. Cape, Cape May is, is it... the south. Is the southernmost thought... point of this landmass. Why did I'm I looking think... at a map? Why did I think Wildwood was where you catch the ferries to get to Delaware? I don't know because it's not. <laughs> no, <laughs> absolutely no. not. I've 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 always wanted to take those ferries, but like it's expensive, and you got to pay per person that's in the car as well as the car. Mm. And then I'm it's not like going to take a ferry. I'm just going to go down to Rehoboth and enjoy myself. Mm. But like if you're going from Cape May instead of driving an hour up and then two hours down, you can just take a a ferry that's twenty minutes or something like that. Or I don't remember. Well, I'm just going to stay in Wildwood. Yeah, where yeah, I belong. Probably, it's the better. Better call probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, coffee bars—they're the best. We need to take you to Cape May Zoo. Beach trip, Rose Beach trip, everyone. I'm about uh, it. Uh, Was it Labor Day weekend? Is that no Memorial Day weekend? That's the next Labor Day weekend. Labor Day weekend, Rose Beach trip. That's Is that next, next week? weekend? That's yeah, I guess so. Yeah, no, I, well, I've already got plans. That's why we're recording tonight. Wow. That's, that's how that works. <laughs> I'm camping on Jesus Mountain. Nice. Jesus Mountain. <laughs> Do you sing Jesus Mountain while you're there? No. It's, it, it's, the, like, it's I, like Secret Tunnel, but it's Jesus Mountain. <laughs> Jesus oh, Mountain. Really hoping you weren't going to go there. <laughs> no, I'm the heathen on the mountain. Um, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> nice. so, so with our spirit animals out of the way, any other questions? Mm-mm. Oh, any other questions? Oh, I yeah. so I have okay. I have an aside question that I thought of while Rich was talking about fairies. Have mm-hmm. you guys okay. found yourself getting more motion sick as you've gotten gotten older? Like I used to be really okay riding in cars, but like recently, like when I've taken Ubers and stuff, so. I usually drive everywhere just because Mary doesn't particularly like to, and I genuinely do. So I'm usually okay, but whenever I'm a passenger in the car, I I don't know. I just get nauseous now. I feel the same. Like I so I <laughs> I've been to a lot of playgrounds. I was trying to think of a way that didn't sound creepy that like I've been to playgrounds. <laughs> I have adult. I, I have taken my daughter to playgrounds, and you know, like the spinny, like a. Uh, one of those, the, the, like the car- spinning like, wheel of death, like a, like a carousel or something. Like I yeah, will yeah. get on that for like two rotations and be like, I am physically going to throw up for like <laughs> half an hour after. It's bad, and I don't know. I think it's just me because I remember it really stuck with me. There was an episode of Modern Family where Phil used to love roller coasters, and he went on a roller coaster and he got very sick, and it's because your inner ear liquid changes, like it, like your levels change, and you can't maintain equilibrium as easily. Uh, so I think that might be happening to me. And if that's not a real thing, then I, it's 
the worst placebo, the worst possible version of a placebo <laughs> effect? Uh. No, I think I actually think I used to get motion sick as a child, but I was able to like develop like coping mechanisms to not actually like get very sick. Like I was able to figure out like, oh, I'm starting to feel sick, so let me not do the thing that's making me feel sick. So it's like if I were like reading a book or whatever, I'd just start looking mm-hmm. forward and then like so I think I used to but don't anymore. Um but I also haven't really mm-hmm. I'm like you. I drive everywhere. Like, if yeah. I'm on the speed line, I'm always facing forward on the on, or on a train. I'm always facing forward. Like, I'm always facing in a direction that like would be least likely to give me motion sick if I am like a passenger. Um. Yeah. No. Um. Similar to Rich, when I was uh, younger, I definitely would get motion sick if I was reading in a car, like every time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is real annoying because yeah. well, there was a period of time I, I where we were going. No, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. Um, no, that's that's. I think that's that's the that's the problem I'm having. Gotcha. Um, but no, out, mm-hmm. outside of that very specific specific thing of reading while in the car, I've never had motion sickness. Never, never had a problem with it, and like have been on boats making fun of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's like, what I was thinking about a ferry, and then just running around like, and then going like, "Whoa!" Like I'm that <laughs> asshole. Like I've definitely done that. I've yeah, I've never been motion sick on a boat, but I'm so worried about it. Like I'm like, I know it's going to happen one day where I just get stuck on a fucking boat and I'm sick. It sucks. Yeah. Okay, I was just but, wondering if I'm getting old. If I'm getting old like everyone else, or just like myself. Um, um my my brother has actually been putting up with um yet to be finalized determined source of problem uh issues that started on a roller coaster and it's like oh you just have bad vertigo is what the mm. doctor started with and he was like went on a roller coaster got like real fucking sick and then just felt nauseous and dizzy for like three weeks at least mm. um and then slowly that went away but then he was just like suddenly would randomly feel weird like that mm-hmm. or would like get mass get like headaches or like feel sick from like looking at a computer screen or like certain lights and certain things to the point where he was um he was an ADA in uh in Chester for Chester County uh in Westchester and he he took a picture of his desk um uh, which was a standing desk because uh, just because he prefers to stand. He doesn't like to sit all that often. But he, like, got a bunch of cardboard and, like, cut it out and essentially turned it into a fort because the lights in the office bothered him so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, I can either do the lights in the office or I can do the light from the screen. But if I try and f- have both occurring, it just, like, makes him sick. And he... That started, like, at least 10 years ago. And now he's at a point where it's just like it. Um, he doesn't notice it. Like, it's not like he can tell, oh, the flicker rate of something is weird or like because mm-hmm. um, for those who don't know, almost every form of light is not at actually continuous uh, mm-hmm. stream of light and is like flickering on and off to some extent most of the time. 
That's um, why when you see people filming with cameras, it's the frame rates matching up with the flicker, and so you see the blinking as the frame rates. Yeah, and same with your TVs, same with your computer screens and stuff like that. So like he he is constantly trying to find like a computer that doesn't make him sick or a monitor that doesn't make him sick. And like his TV is fine, but like to the point where he um, with the, with uh, the girls, they needed a, a bigger car, the Santa Fe with them getting bigger. The Santa Fe wasn't enough for the family. So they got a Palisade and he can't look at like, he has a piece of cardboard that he keeps in the car and he will put over most of the instrument panel because like the in, the lights from the instrument panel will make him nauseous. Oh, um, that's brutal. That sounds so yeah. bad. Oh yeah. man. And like, I've tried finding information for him and like I, and he got real excited when I was doing all the, the like repairs of old electronics. He's like, yo dude, I want to play legend of Zelda again. I was like, here's my N64. Here's, ocarina of time get at it and he's like yeah i couldn't play it because i like immediately got for her to go oh that and sucks. i was like that i'm so, i'm so sorry <laughs> but uh yeah no like i uh, apparently there's like a relatively large community around that specific issue but if it's just motion sickness that's probably unrelated yeah no no i don't i i that to me sounds like migraines when i get them but it's not uh, constant like that. It's yeah. I don't know what starts my migraines, but that's oh migraines suck. Minor I can't stress. Imagine, I can't imagine. Probably mine too, but I can't imagine. And allergies. Uh, uh, feeling like I had a migraine because of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, it sucks. Um. So I I I probably will have a question, but I was like, well, Matt's not here. I feel like we should ask him a question, but we can't because he's busy. So I figured let's get an AI Matt. To ask us a question. So I, I asked ChatGPT, what question would a very smart, <laughs> handsome, and witty man with extensive knowledge of pop culture and sports and anxiety that his friends don't like him as much as they do, uh, what would he ask his friends? And um, ChatGPT said, he, he would ask, hey there, I've been thinking about something I'd really appreciate, and I'd really appreciate your perspective. Despite all the great times we've had discussing pop culture and sports, I sometimes find myself worrying whether my friends genuinely enjoy my company. I know it might sound silly, but I value our friendship a lot. Have you ever felt this way or dealt with similar thoughts? How do you usually navigate these feelings? You know, you're right. It is silly that you value my friendship a lot. So <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> it is very silly that you value Richie's friendship. <laughs> Tim yelled at me the other day. I don't even know if our, we're friends anymore. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yell at everybody. <laughs> That's not true. Mm. Yeah. Um. So, what was the question? Read it all. No. But yes. The answer. How, to this how do question. you navigate? The question is. The question is. Have. How do you navigate the feelings that your friends don't like you? Which is something we just we literally just talked about with rich saying so listen to a couple episodes ago but how do you navigate yeah. that because you because obviously you overthink it but is is there a way that you overcome that yes and no <laughs> um so, yeah. <laughs> so 
So like the unhealthy approach that I learned when it when it it started with like entering the workforce and like being at a job and interacting with other people, not necessarily friends. Um, but as a result of overthinking and assuming the worst at all times um, and low self sense, sense of self-worth, the easiest way I could approach going to work or like getting essentially getting good at being uh, a workforce professional of some sort uh, was literally fake it until you make it. Um, and once I learned that that worked at work, I was like, oh, this can work for other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that whether that was an intentional thing at that point or not, I was just like, oh, I'm just going to ignore it, which is massively unhealthy and not okay. Um, but at some point, it did very much become... Like, I will think those things, but because I have enough faith in the people that I genuinely care about and like and enjoy that they would tell me if something was horribly wrong, um, regardless of what my brain on a higher level is constantly telling me, I'm just kind of like, yeah, fuck off. I just ignore it. Mm. Um, Yeah, which... It works now. It didn't at some point and led to some bad mental pathways, but then found other solutions that was essentially just like trust your friends and trusting in other people, which is not something I do well. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, with this group specifically, with like the Brose group and everyone I've met through like Vince and all you guys that like like this whole group i don't know if there's an actual like whatever we would call our names if we were an actual group jorts jorts the whole jorts group there you go um i know that majority of us are at least although we may have these many of us may have some of these similar feelings uh we are kind of developed enough in our mental state to where if this is actually true we would say something. We would bring it up. Like, hey, I, I, I wasn't happy with how you did this. Or I wasn't happy with what you said there. Or if we don't bring it up, possible that the wives and partners would bring it up. Mm-hmm. Because we are a close-knit, tight group. That we we want to make sure everyone's happy. We want to make sure everyone's comfortable. Um, so I know that whenever those fears and thoughts come up, I'm like, they would say something if that were true they would say something if they actually didn't like what I said, if they actually were mad at me, if they, they, I still have those feelings nonetheless, but I know that I'm just making them up. And then Mm. if, if you guys actually felt the way I thought you felt, you would have said something or kicked me to the curb already. I'm, I'm, I like, I, I don't, I don't, like, I know that I'm not just here as a, as a, as a, as a, uh, something to laugh at. I was going to say a toy, but I was like, that's not really the right terminology. Yeah, Rich, you're just our, our man toy because you're not a boy toy. You're our man toy. Exactly. We already talked about this. We're over 30. We're men, not boys. Mm-hmm. We're men. 
Yeah. Um. Hmm. <laughs> uh, I. How do I deal with it? Because, like, I don't know. I have so I have these feelings. I think I deal with it in two ways. I think in one way, I do agree. I agree. I think we are at a point in our relationship where if there was a problem, we would say it, like a real problem. And if it's not a big enough problem to bring up, it'll just go away. Usually, yeah. Um, but I also like. I think now, like I've cut off people for such trivial nonsense. Myself, like I know any relationship that I have with somebody is pointed. Like I'm not at this point in my life. I don't. I'm not friends with anyone who I don't care about. Right. Like I don't have any like tertiary friends. Like anybody who I'm in contact with with any regularity. Like I know I want to be in a relationship with them. And I think like if. I don't know if somebody is doesn't want to be friends with me, but is still keeping up contact and conversation with me. Like that's their problem. I'm having a great time. Um, <laughs> but also, <laughs> but also, like I think, um, I think I know how I am, and I'm very bad at responding to and reaching out and like keeping in touch with my friends. I'm just I'm bad at it because of how my brain works, and that is. Mm-hmm. It's something I, I I try to work on, but it's it is hard. And so I think with that knowledge in mind all the time, I'm like uh like I think from my perspective, me not talking to my friends doesn't mean that I don't like them. It's just that in that moment, like something else came up while I was like I like I'll think about one of you guys and I'll be like, Oh, I should text them this thought I had. And then Alice will be like, Hey, can you take me to the bathroom? And I'm like, okay. And we go to the bathroom and I fully forget because I've crossed the doorway. And I think that's happening to all of us. We're adults living our lives and we just have Mm -hmm. so much going on. Like I genuinely do appreciate that we get together like once every couple weeks and drink wine and talk. Uh, Because like, it is, I don't know, I, like, I think it helps for me to be like, okay, we're at least committed enough to the friendship to spend three hours together on <laughs> nonsense. Because this, this, this whole podcast, fully self-serving. Like, nobody, not that nobody listens to it, but it's not like we're making any money off of it. There is no yeah. ulterior motives. It's like, let's, let's talk about random shit and do basically what we did when we were drunk at parties and 25 and sick it's dope that's what i want and so i think it's just usually by so all of that to say i usually just assess my own feelings and if i feel like that person deserves my time and attention then i can only hope that they feel the same way about me and you know and that kind of has to be enough sometimes which sucks but we could also just, you know, reach out uh, a little bit more frequently and just be like, hey, bud, we're still friends. I just wanted you to know. <laughs> even, though, even though that can, it can feel silly. I think it, uh, that that is some of the hardest things is just reaching out to somebody just being like, hey, bud, 
I, yeah. I had a dream about you. <laughs> That's all. Just wanted yeah. to say hi. It is just like, okay. it is, because I have so many, and it's not even just like friends that I talk to on like a daily, weekly, quarterly basis. Mm. There's even people like from high school that I knew throughout all throughout elementary school, high school, and like beyond. And I'm just like, man, I should reach out to them and find out how they are. I have one friend who I used to go to every convention with. And we, me and him literally talk probably once a year, just like, hey, how you been? I've been good, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it is one of the hardest things for me to do is to reach out to him just to see how he's doing and to play around with the idea of catching up and having dinner or whatever and hanging out one day. But like, we're both very busy adults doing our very busy adult things. So it's never going to actually happen. But like, I love this dude and I, I, I wish him the best. I just it's hard for me to reach out to people. And I think it's like, it's just, it's, it's more, it's not even hard. It's scary in a sense, because it's like, well, what if I am bothering this person? What if this person doesn't actually want to talk to me? Like, what do I actually have to say to them? Oh, it's fucking terrifying. Essentially. I've assumed that anyone outside of uh, this group of friends and like a handful of the people I went to college with, uh, I, I assume that my my impact on their life is significantly lower uh, than their impact on mine or how I rank them in mine. And that's because I've reached out to people and then just been like, I'm sorry, who are you? And I'm like, oh, fuck me. <laughs> cool, 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 yeah. cool. Um, so I just don't. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that shit sticks with you. Oh man, I went to I that happened to me I, after uh, I think my freshman year of college. I we were doing like I was real into like the theater program my senior year, and I was like friends with with a bunch of the people who were there. And then when I came back, like my first break or something, and I visited the theater people, and we were talking, and I met I talked to this girl who I like legitimately was like i i was like we were good friends like we talked a lot like we had like a full we had a full story arc and i and she was like i don't remember you and i was just like man i talked to you eight months ago (laughs) that's wild that's absolutely bananas wild but it stuck with me i still remember it i don't remember her name so i guess that's better i'm getting better i mean that's part of why i don't go to any of my high school reunion stuff is because like the first time I went, like a year, maybe two years after I graduated, I went back to for an event. Uh, after, like, I, I went back the following year and sang at graduation for the class after me, sang at the graduation after that for the class after me for essentially a song they sing at every graduation. And, like, half of the faculty didn't remember who I was. I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was here for six years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, brutal. The fuck you mean you don't know who I am? Mm. I took four years of your classes, mm. it, and it's like it's for faculty. It's one thing if your school is like, oh, the graduating class was three hundred kids. Mm. My graduating class was thirty, mm-hmm. and was yeah. the largest graduating class in the last twenty years. <laughs> Because it's a small boarding school. That's how it is. So it's like, it's so much fucking worse. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck me. Okay, bye. 
oh, terrible. Mm, awful. Yeah. That sucks. But yeah. uh, so AI Matt and real Matt, uh, I'm sorry that you're feeling that way. <laughs> uh, but uh, I know that personally, uh, I love you very much. I'm very happy for all your successes, especially getting a new house. Um, and I mean, at this moment, because that's what you're doing. And uh, I don't know, you introduced you introduced me to almost all of my friends. So sick job, fucking a plus. You get a medal for that, regardless. <gasps> Same. Yeah, I, Matt is a uh, a fucking treasure, and uh, yeah, he is. To, to... <laughs> To quote the Flash, he is our lightning rod. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good dude. Yeah, uh, we love we love you, Matt. Especially yeah. you, AI Matt. Thank you. Oh, definitely not AI Matt. AI Matt could go fuck himself, but Matt, real <laughs> Matt, 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 love you, brother. So, are we talking like clone Matt, or are we talking real Matt who defeated his clone in the room after fucking? <laughs> after fucking. Oh yeah, I, I forgot to mention We wouldn't know the difference <laughs> After I flipped the coin, I'd flip the coin onto Never mind uh, <laughs> Flip the <laughs> coin to the other one's back Yep uh, You, you um, flip the coin onto uh, Stadler and Waldorf's eyes So they can't see what's going on Is what you do no. Yes, I Yes, indeed I <laughs> I got uncomfortable with how vulgar I was about to like how vulgar the things I was about to say were, and so I stopped. Um, <laughs> anywho, who's we, we got two more questions, and it's um, I. I'm so mad because I came up with one that I thought was really good as we were having that discussion, and I lost it. Listen, AI Matt just had a great question. He did, yeah. The, that question uh, honestly made me a little bit sad because. It was like a little bit too real. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. sitting here and I'm thinking about like the people I've lost touch with. And like one of my good friends from high school who asked me to be his best man. I was like, it, your wedding is the same day as my brother-in-law's wedding. I cannot go <laughs> and haven't talked to him since. And it's like, fuck. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, life sucks. Sometimes. Yeah. Watch anything good? Any good any good movies? Any good shows? I finally finished this season of Black Mirror. Like Oh, three weeks nice. ago. that was good. The last I I'm I'm a little I'm a little taken aback by it because they went very supernatural for the last two episodes. And they don't normally mm-hmm. do that. It's usually more about technology and the horrors of technology. The first two, I think it was only four episodes, right? So the yeah, first two I were very so. technology based and the second two were very supernatural. They were good nonetheless, but it was like, I feel like I'm not watching Supernatural or I'm not, not Supernatural. I, I feel like I'm not watching Black Mirror at this point mm-hmm. with these last two. Dude, I just yeah. can't get into Black Mirror. I've sat down and tried to watch it like multiple times and I just get so bored. Mm-hmm. I can get there are some there's some bad episodes and there are some really good episodes. I can't I haven't finished the first season. Like I've watched most of it, but I just like every time I'm like 
I gotta start this one over. I literally got bored and walked away from my television, and then I do the same thing that's, again because that's like, just that's just when you skip that episode. It's an, yeah. it's not your episode. It's not an episode for you. If I were to ever do a rewatch, there are episodes that I would skip because I'm just like I know I don't like this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the better episodes on that show is Nosedive. I really enjoyed Nosedive. Uh, that's one. Where it's got Bryce mm-hmm. Dallas Howard, and it's where. Pretty much your social media status determines your status in the world. And she was like very high in her social media ranking and then takes a nosedive. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, we just watched the silo on Apple TV. Terrible. Well, boring. Like I kept watching it to be like, all right, so when does this get interesting? <laughs> And it didn't. Mm. Um, yeah. We uh, we finally finished Ted Lasso. Fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Great fucking yeah. show. Like, uh, right in the feels. So many times. Mm. I, I want to watch that. There's so much shit now. Like, I want to watch Ted there Lasso is. because I know it's because I know it's good. And I know I'll probably like it. But I just there's just so much stuff. I started I keep having trying to re, like severance is a show like that too where like mm-hmm. i know i will like this but I, I always get like three or four episodes in and i'm like this is so much i need to do something else i keep being told i'm gonna like it and i just haven't started it yeah that's the thing yeah i like the concept is very interesting it is dealing with things that i am very interested in and i'm just like can't get into it. I can't. I the Breaking Bad too. I just can never get my foothold to like Same. past the first like four episodes. I like. I know it's good, and I know I will like it, but I can't do it. I I've, don't know what it is. I've. I have so many people who get mad at me when I turn around and say I have zero interest in Breaking Bad. I know it's like one of the greatest shows of all time. It's got like some of the greatest stories, and I'm just like I don't care. I don't care about that show. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I want to. I want to watch it. But. I've been watching the Blacklist on Netflix because I can, uh, and it's fine. Mm-hmm. But also, it's just like I, I, it's something I remember really enjoying when it started, and then I lost track of it, and now it's it has nine seasons. I'm like, what? Wow. Mm-hmm. Why? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that happened I, with all of the DC shows for me. Oh, got, yeah. I was so got, up to date, and then I just got so lost. You lose I, one year, uh, and you're just like, I cannot watch 58 episodes of an hour-long TV. So, uh, uh, quick, cause I, uh, quick congratulations to my dad, because he, he uh, put in his paperwork to retire, finally. Go, Dad. Um, but now that he has all the time off and everything... Um, he hates it because he cannot binge watch TV. He does not like binge watching TV. So he sees all these shows like Suits that have like eight or nine seasons or anything that has. He says if it has more than two seasons, he he's not going to watch it because he can't sit there and watch more than one or two episodes in a day. And mm-hmm. he doesn't have the time to watch nine seasons of a show that he's only going to do one episode a day and it's 20 episodes. And I was just like. You're gonna ha- you're gonna learn someday soon, old man. You're gonna learn soon that that fifth or sixth episode that day is gonna feel so good. 
That's what me and Martha <laughs> do when we're watching a show together. It's like one or two. And like, if I will sit down for more than two episodes, Martha's like, Ooh, because <laughs> <laughs> um, normally I just have to get up and do something else. Like I can't, I just can't. Mm-hmm. So I, I came up with a question. It's more of a scenario based. What would you do? Kind of question. And it's very particular to me. And so there's a little bit of scene setting when it comes to this question. Obviously, we, we, I talk about it all the time. I'm, I stream on on all of the services. Um, I have somebody who is an IRL friend who, um, ever since I was able to, she says, ever since she could subscribe to my channel, she has been a subscriber to my channel. She doesn't. All she does is subscribe. She doesn't. She follows me, obviously, but she doesn't watch. She doesn't come to the show. She just she put in her card the one time and she subscribes. And any time we talk to her, any time I'm hanging out with her, she, I, I talk. Well, we might talk about the stream and everything I'm working on with YouTube and whatnot. And she'll always tell me, you know, if you played a game like this or if you played a game like that, I would watch. And I appreciate the support she's giving me. I appreciate the subscribes, but she doesn't watch. Should I give in? Is this something that like? Like she's, I she's supporting me by subscribing, but the support I need more at the moment is the viewership to grow. And so it's like it's kind of like a thank you for subscribing. I appreciate you, but like, how can I, how can I take part of how can I take your word that you'd come watch if you don't already come watch the games that you don't like? And you don't come hang out and chat on my stream. And also, why should I kind of go above and beyond for you just so I get one additional viewer? Like, like I, I'm caught in like a crosses of what should I do? Because like, I'll occasionally even post on my Discord and thing like, hey guys, what games do you want to see me play here or play there? Um, and if I only get one or two responses and say I get two responses on like the emotes, and one of them is somebody who does not come to my channel. I will not count their voting because they don't view it anyway. So why should I bend over for them if they're not going to be there when I'm playing other games? Hmm. So I'm just like, I'm, I'm like, it's it's kind of like a tricky situation type of thing. And I just don't really know what to do, kind of. And like, how would you feel um, in this situation? I think that... If you are, I think that you're like, you're doing what, you know, a lot, I think a lot of streamers do this, like request, like, what should I play? And we'll put like a poll up, but I think you're doing it on a smaller scale. So it seems more personal than it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I think if you were like, let's say if you just, if you had like, if you, if you were to pose that question, and a hundred people responded, and she was like, "Hey, you should play this game because I would watch." Like, I don't know. I think you're. I think you should take that. Take it as like a note. And if what you want to do coincides with what she's saying, then I think you would be like, "Oh, you should come watch my stream because you are like a little bit trying to do like, you know, like one-on-one marketing there." But I think, um, but I think, I don't know. I think for everyone, like you should just 
Like, if somebody gives you a suggestion, unless it, like, sparks joy, just do whatever the heck you want. Like, you are yeah. you are beholden to no one. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and like you said, like, if you're... Uh, I don't know. I think if you're, like, it would be more helpful to, helpful to you to ask, like, a large group of random people. Because, like, that's, like, that's the goal, right? Is to, like, appeal yeah. to the largest group of uh, people. And see, and if you're asking that's... five people who know you and are very similar to you, that's not necessarily going to give you an answer that is, like, broadly appreciable or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, I do post polls on Twitter. Like, I'll post, mm-hmm. like, hey, any viewers, blah, 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 anybody who's following me, what games do you want to see me play next? And I'll post a poll on Twitter. Uh, but then I'll do, like, smaller things on, on – or I'll do both. I'll post on Twitter, and then I'll post it on my Discord as well. Um, I, but, yeah, it's, like, they are generally smaller, but it's just – when it comes to this one particular person, like, I don't bring it up, like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what to play next or anything. They just flat out say – well, if you played this, I'd come and watch. And it, like, I don't know, it it's it it, it, it gives me a little bit of an ick kind of response when they say that. Like, mm, I, like I, I, I oh oh, so you, they're telling you that unprompted? Yeah, it's like uh, we're talking no, that's, things. That's that, just yeah. Shitty. I'm not asking them what <laughs> yeah. I should play. That's shitty. Take their money and tell them to fuck off. Yeah, well, and that's that's about? most. No. And most of the time when they say that, my brain, like, I want to say, well, come to my streams more and I'll take your consideration. Or what I've said to them in the past is 5,000, I think it's like 5,000 channel points will get me to play whatever game you want me to play. You have to come to my stream. If you're going to make a request, you have to come mm-hmm. to my stream and make that request. I'm not just going to adhere by it because we're friends. Like, it's it's kind of a, that when when, to me, and this is, a bit of a stretch, but when somebody I know personally comes to me and says, you should play this game and I'll watch you, it kind of feels like, hey, you make this product, give it to me for free so I can show the rest of my friends. Mm. Like, yeah. again, I, I get it's a stretch, but it's like, that's kind of how it feels. Like, hey, you let me get a free, let me get free stuff from you. Well, let me well, get free products. From you. Yeah. I would, I would, I would say one, they are subscribing. So already not yeah. free Two, if it does bring you the viewership, then technically you are getting exactly out of them as what you want out of them. So no, like, it, the, like you want them to watch. They want you to play a game. So it's not that they're getting it but, for free. You're getting exactly what you want. I understand they're not currently being the loyal supporter you want. That's fair. And also, yeah, I'd be inclined to be like, listen, you don't support me now in the way I really need, even though fiscally there is money coming my way. Um, so like, yeah, you have less say. So I, I would disagree in that it's like, I want this thing for free, but also it's just like, fuck off. <laughs> you're yeah. not my, you're not my agent. <laughs> no. Yeah. Get, get wrecked. Yeah. You, you don't owe them anything for, because they subscribe yeah. to you. Unless that was like part of the deal where it was like, if you subscribe, you can tell me what to play, yeah. but that's, that's yeah. not yeah. the, that's not the agreement. And it's a weird no. thing to like, it would be the same if you were like a singer songwriter and somebody was like, you know, like part of your Patreon and was just like, sing a song about 
like this specific thing that I like. And it's like, why? Like you, you either support the entirety, like, I don't know. I think uh, it's like, like getting ma- mad at Michael Buble because he doesn't sing country. Be like, fuck you, Michael Buble. Yeah. You should yeah. sing country, Michael. It's like, no, let Michael <laughs> Buble does what Michael Buble There's, does. Yeah. It's there was, there was another interaction I had with a friend that kind of like set me off. Uh, I've known this dude for 20 plus years and we were gaming together and uh, I had just finished recording or editing a video and uh, he asked me, he was like, so why should I follow your channel? What, what What's different about you than everyone else? And I'm just like, I, I literally, my response, I was taken aback by it. And I was just like, cause I'm me. Like I, I, I didn't know what he wanted to hear, mm-hmm. but I was also like, I was annoyed at the fact that I've known him for 20 plus years and I have to beg for him to actually support me instead of just, Hey, why don't you just come support me? And, give me criticism, constructive criticism of what you do or don't like. Like, I can't really, I'm making let's plays. What, what am I different? Uh, I, I, the, the, I don't know what I'm different. I'm doing what I like to do. So that's what makes me different. I mean, the like, fact that he asked the question that way is already a dick move. Yeah. Um, yeah. You shouldn't have like, to justify your existence to anybody. Yeah. Like I, I, I will fully admit that I subscribe. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed again. I didn't during the move because like money was a thing, but like, yeah, uh, like I I subscribe. I don't really watch um, yeah. because like I just I I don't watch streams. Yeah, I I just can't. I can't. Either the timing is usually bad for anybody, or it's just like I just. That's not what I want to do right now. Like it's not a thing yeah. that I'm regularly interested in, and like I have a I you are one of a handful of personal friends I have that stream regularly, and I still don't show up to any of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, like again, you're uh, you... I'm a shit friend, but also no. Or, no, I'm I'm a shit I'm a shit fan. I'm a half decent friend, and hmm. I at least don't ask for more. Like I. You made me a mod. I didn't ask to be a mod. I'm happy to help. Yeah. Um, I'm not asking for like, well, like case. It's like, well, we went to high school. We've 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 known each other since like 2002, man. <laughs> like, I want I want extra shit. It's like I don't do that. He yeah. brings up that we went to high school together. I would never bring that up. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, that was. That was like kind of something that came across my mind. Yeah. It just it always drove me nuts because like it's multiple times where they have been like, well, if you play this, I'll watch a stream more. Yeah, I mean, if you you owe them nothing. Mm-hmm. If you want to play a game, play a game. If you yeah. want to stream a game, yeah. stream a game. If you if you put up a poll with a series of games on it, and they happen to be one of the pe- the couple people that vote for a game. I wouldn't discount it necessarily because it's like, well, clearly it was already an option. Yeah. And it's like, if it's the winning vote, why not? You clearly, there was already at least a little bit of interest there because you put it as an option. But also if she's just like, or they, if they're just like, Oh, I'd watch if you play this game unprompted, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 I think uh, I mean any other 
Yeah, no, I think it, it fully depends on tone and like intent. But I think if somebody's just like like it's making it like weird and transactional, like the friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like do this thing for me so I'll spend more time with you. It's like what? No, thank you. I don't want. I didn't realize I was yeah. a prostitute. I don't want. To, yeah, it, that does. It yeah. does feel a little bit gross. Like I don't know. I don't want to being prostituted. I don't even but, get laid. But, what the like, fuck? Like, look, yeah, you you've you've paid sixty dollars into my you've paid sixty dollars where I've only gotten twenty four dollars out of all of this, and I really do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But also, like, mm-hmm. I have other people asking for me to play other games, and it's not that I'm not interested in playing this game this person wants me to play, but it's just like I want to play other games more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would be a whole different thing if you were just like, yeah, yeah I want to play a game, but if they're just un. I don't know. The unprompted thing is what's weird to me. Yeah, yeah. Because that makes it seem like they own part of what you're doing, and it's like, yeah, I don't know. That's not how it works. Um, Sean, did you want your question to be AI Matt's question? Do you actually have a question? Um, we've been talking for a very long time. I think about an hour, Mm -hmm. an hour Hour ten, minus like eleven minutes. Uh, Hour six. Yeah, but we did have a decent amount of... I'm trying to see if there's any, like, yes or no questions. Um... So I'm just going to ask this question because it's been on my list for a long time. My therapist asked me to ask you guys, but I never found a good reason to, and I haven't seen my therapist since last year, so... Um... So it's been on there a long time. And it was just, how are you guys finding being an adult? Do you think it's better or worse? And I think at the time when I asked that question, I didn't have an answer to it. But now it is 100% better. Uh, I For me. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, I I think, because recently, as we've, as we've mentioned multiple times, I've been in kind of a shitty mood. And I have... Uh, Facebook has been showing me a lot of people I knew in like grade school. Um, And so I'm getting, so I'll have like these really weird, like not weird. These just, I'll have waves of nostalgia. And so like, I'll see like one rando I haven't spoken to since grade school, but that'll make me think of like another person and you'll go on that train and be like, what are they doing? And so I've been going through and like, I've fallen into this, weird headspace where i'm like man shit was so easy when i was in high school i like the simplicity of it seems enticing for a little while and then i'm like man though like i'm so much happier now in general like i am to be to be clear very sad a lot but overall like i'm just so much more fulfilled like i'm so happy in my relationship and with my kids and where i'm like living like i don't know i'm just like stoked and it's like nice to be like an active participant in my life because when you're a teen when you're a kid you just kind of like shepherd it along and i don't know you, I feel you like lack I the control, control and now. say mm-hmm. yeah and I'm, i uh, like that like i like i don't know and i'm i've made some good decisions yeah i would definitely agree that i'm um was it happier or enjoyed more 
I, I can't remember are what you, the original... Just, are, you, are you finding... I think it was it was kind of like, are you finding being an adult better or worse than you thought it was going to be? And in general, like, are, do you like being an adult? Like, are you feeling better about how shit's going now than when you were younger? Uh, I feel better. I Yeah, no, it's similar. I feel better as an adult. I definitely go through the waves of nostalgia. Um, and... But almost every single one of those waves ends with, oh, yeah. And then here is like the things that I remember disliking at that point, the complete lack of control I had at the point and the hindsight now of just like, oh, I was being straight up fucking lied to and manipulated. Um, mm. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> so ha- having significantly more autonomy. Autonomy. Mm-hmm. It's, if, have I hit that point in the night where I can't remember that this word is what this word is supposed to sound like and it sounds like not a word right now I guess um, yeah just like so much more control and consistency and like even if it's like yeah I don't really want to do that but like I have to do that it's I have to do that because like I need to sustain myself and my current whatever wherever I'm at. It's not I have to do it because my mom told me or I have to do it because school mandates it. Like, yeah, the government mandates I pay taxes, but it's it's eh, it's not not really the same lack of control within my mm-hmm. own life. So I enjoy being in the driver's seat. Like you were when you were saying uh, being shepherded along in high school and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you're you're on the ride, but you're not in the driver's seat. Um, mm. So I think that difference in control is very different and much more satisfying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the opposite. I am finding adulthood to be a lot harder, a lot more difficult and a lot less enjoyable than I actually thought it was going to be like as I was a child or, or a teen. I am, uh, a lot of, a lot of aspects of my life are not how I thought I'd see, are not how I saw that they would be at this point in my life as an adult. Um, I've honestly not hit half as, if, if even as many goals as I thought I should have by this point. And it's just like adulthood to me is based on all of the situations, everything I've been stuck in and everything that's been going on. It is, it is held me down more than being a teen or, or, or even early adult. I like I've had, I have freedoms to do things, but I feel as if currently I might've had more freedoms as a younger person, as a, as a, as a teen, as a younger adult. Um, even as a child than I even do nowadays because I am beholden to well if I if I do take in if I do not pay my mortgage I lose my house and I have nowhere to fucking live and there's more constraints to yes I had I had to do my chores when I was a kid I had to do my chores when I was a teen do work pay my bills but like if I didn't do that what's gonna I got sent to my room oh no I didn't get dinner now it's like, oh, if I don't pay my bills, I literally don't get dinner. Like, 
it is mm-hmm. it is like I knew it was I never thought it was going to be easy, but I thought there was going to be in a sense a lot more freedom than I really have. And I feel like maybe I got stuck in the situation of not having the freedom I would like or need because I bought this house at such a young age by myself. Maybe mm. I, there's other reasons that, like, I don't know. But, yeah, when it comes to thinking how or how I'm handling and dealing with adulthood, I, at this point in time, like, if you were to ask me this maybe 10 years ago, I'd be happy. But if you're asking me this now, I'm just, I'm mm. not... I'm not happy. I'm not feeling it. I'm not. I'm not anywhere near where I thought I'd be. and wish I wanted to be when I was younger mm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can definitely relate to that. And I, I would say if the question is if I was happier as a child and happy than I am now, uh, no, or happier as a child. Yes. Happier as an adult. No. Definitely not. Um, for a lot of similar constraints, what, where have I, where am I at in my life versus where I wanted to be, yada, 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 and just general depression of the millennial age. Um, but as far as, yeah, but a lot of that was also just blissful ignorance and lack of responsibilities and... Do I wish I didn't have a lot of these responsibilities? Yeah, but like they're within maybe not within my control. I have so much fucking debt from the degree I didn't finish. If I fucking yeah. wish I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But like at yeah. the same time, it is what it is. I have those experiences. Um, I enjoyed them while I was there and while I don't enjoy the debt now, I enjoy the, yeah, con- it all comes back to just control. Even though there are a lot of things out of my control, I still have significantly more than I would have as a child or a teenager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I have, I, I have, uh, I have people constantly telling me, that like for instance i need to take more risks and i need to try different things and then like i've i've had my parents telling me for the longest time that i need to start try to get a jo- get a job at where my dad worked and i'm like well i can't do that why not well it's part time only well yeah it's part time until full time i'm like okay i can't afford part time until full time mm-hmm. i need full time mm-hmm. well you're and the, in the 90s when your dad had three kids he made that leap and look at where he's at now and i'm like yeah but he also had a lot more people to lean on who had a lot more money and things were a lot cheaper in the 90s you're now talking the 2020s where Mm. like i don't have and i'm not saying i don't have the people as many people to lean on as he did but financially i don't have the cushion that he had back in the 90s that i do now definitely not and that's no. a generational conversation that literally you will never win yeah. because mm-hmm. I've had it with my family, my this family, other people's family, and they just, ref- regardless of what information and factuals and facts yeah. and difference in economy and difference in the value of a fucking dollar these days, they will never understand it. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, literally, I've been in, been told just... Well, just don't pay that bill. 
the fuck you mean what? don't pay that bill? Well, I used to call them and be like, listen, I'm just not going to pay this because this and this. I was like, okay, that may have worked in 1992, but you know what happens if I don't pay that bill? They turn all of my electricity off tomorrow. Yeah. Mm. I I was trying to go trying to get x-rays and screening for my ankle. I've been having ankle issues since January. Um, and I called my HR because my prior company had systems where like if you went to the hospital and things like that, they would actually help cover some of your bill on top of what more health insurance did. So I call my HR rep and be like, hey, I just want to know if we have any sort of programs like this. I don't make enough money to be able to afford screening and this and that. And you guys don't offer good health insurance. Um, and so we start talking about it. And I'm telling her, like, yeah, I, I can't afford a $250 x-ray bill. I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And I start getting emotional because I'm getting frustrated at the fact that they're straight up just telling me, well, just go do it. And they'll bill you. And then you pay them in your own time. And I'm like, but that's going to affect my credit score. That's going to affect my income because I'm not going to be able to afford to pay them all. Well, just pay what you can each month. And they're not going to come after you for that. I'm like, so literally the worst part of the medical fucking industry. Yeah. And, And I'm getting mad at my HR personnel and I'm like in tears while on the phone with them and getting upset. And so they're like, here's what we can do. I hear some distress in your voice here's a service you can call that helps with mental health. Which is also more money that we don't cover. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And it's like, here's a program, here's a financial advisor, you get a free 90 minutes with them, and they can tell you and help you out on how you can pay your bills better. I'm like, I could pay my bills better if you paid me $25 an hour. Uh, Just remember, human resources is not here for you, they're here to cover the company's asshole. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And fake it like they're here for you until you give them enough information to hang you with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think... No, I get it. I will say, and I and I do not, do not take this as a criticism, Richie. Uh-huh. I think, uh, I mean, you can if you want. I live, live your life. If you want to be mad at me, that's fine. <laughs> um, I will say that I think one of the problems that you have, which is evidenced by the question that you asked, is it seems like sometimes you feel beholden to people who you are not. You know, I think you take on a lot of responsibilities that are outside of your responsibilities because you're like, I have other people who count on me who, to be fair and balanced, uh, should have gotten a new house by now. (laughs) (laughs) You know, but you know, but you know what I mean? I think you take on yourself a lot of responsibilities that shouldn't be on you and that's not fair. Mm -hmm. And I think. And I, I understand that it can be frustrating when your mom is just like, well, just do these things. And you're like, well, if I do all those things, then my sister won't have a job because I'll have to sell my house so I can get a smaller house with a lower, like lower, like lower rent. And so I just have less shit to deal with. And I don't have to worry so much about cleaning so much and about the house. Like when you own a house, you're responsible for all of the things, which is, which is a lot, you know, like you have, you have to keep up with the roof and the pipes and the water heater. But if you just have an apartment, even if 
the price is the same. You don't have, you have so much less worry. And I, I, but, I am, I am tired of fixing things. Yeah. And I think, and that's <laughs> very valid. I fully feel you. And, but like, I, I, and again, it's not a criticism. You were very empathetic and caring person. And that is a very good quality to have because a lot of people don't, but I think the downfall to that is that you don't give yourself the same grace that you give others where I think if somebody else doesn't want to do something, I think, and I do this too, like you'll justify why, like if someone is driving too quickly on the highway, you might say, Oh, maybe their wife is pregnant or something like you might not do that specifically, but that type of thing where it's like, Oh, my mom, you know, couldn't, watch chase i I wanted to go away for the weekend my mom couldn't watch chase maybe she's really busy but like i think you need to one of the things that could help you feel a little bit less overwhelmed is by just kind of being like fuck you but i it, it i think it's very hard i understand it's very difficult <laughs> because there's a lot it's a lot of very close relationships that you're dealing with yeah and it's not so easy to just be like hey fuck you stop taking advantage of me because of that They're i feel like... that there are like three episodes of Ted Lasso all in that conversation <laughs> that just happened. Uh, tr- trust me, they're um, part of the reason why I don't have as many questions is a lot of what's been going on in my life I can't really openly speak about mm-hmm. at the moment based on where we're recording. And I know I would get mad if I discuss these, which is why I'm like, all right, I, I, I can't really talk about that right now. Yeah. Is... No, I, I we'll we'll save those for the inaugural uh, recording at Matt's new recording studio. Maybe mm. maybe not the inaugural, maybe like the second or third recording to where no, inaugural because just... we're gonna get shit faced. I mean, true, true. Maybe we can do that and then watch football that same day. That's probably <laughs> a, what's gonna happen. Get honestly. a get a box of dark horse. <laughs> Each. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and thank you, Sean. Uh, Onion Ninja started to attack as you were saying those things, and <laughs> I do I do take that criticism constructively and not negatively. Yeah, uh, Richie, no. you are a loving and very extremely caring person, and I don't want you to ever become the jaded asshole that I tend to be. <laughs> um, no, I think yeah, I I often you will tell stories, and I will hear the stories and think, man, that person is taking advantage of my friend. And it's a real bummer, and I'm sorry that that happens, and it's not fair. Thank you. And Toast. I hope I never do that to you. So, because I as genuinely f- care about you, you're a good dude, you're a good friend, Rick. As, f- thank you. As far as I know, you guys never have. Now, please stop <laughs> complimenting me. I feel weird. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't cry, Baldy. Oh, okay. There we go. Tim, disagree. Tim, disagree with me, please. I disagree. You're not <laughs> crying. You're as stoic as a fucking statue. There you go. Oh my there god. So manly. Um, rip, rip, rip chest hair off. <laughs> no, you need the chest hair. You well, no, that's. That. That was, uh, what was it? It was a Snickers commercial. I'll never forget it. And it, it obviously <laughs> would never be allowed to be on TV. Sounds nowadays. like you forgot it. No, no, no. I'll never forget it. Um. But it'll never be allowed to be on air nowadays. But it was two guys 
eating his, like one guy has a Snickers or working on a car and he's got it in his mouth and he's chewing it. And the other guy goes to bite the other piece. And then the lady's in a trampet and they're like, did we just kiss? Quick, do something manly. And they pull both pull open their shirts and just rip their chest hair. out. Ow. Yeah. That sounds like a fever dream that you had once. No, yeah. it's like an early 2000s commercial. Mm. Or like yeah, old same, same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, any any other questions or takes, gents? No, we, no. I we've gone long now. I think that's it. Yes, a little bit, a little bit, but worth we it. Got, we got it's a little good conversations. Well, thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another wonderful session of the Brose Podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank the listeners for coming in. I uh, want to thank Shannon Vogel for making our world famous, famous, famous. We can't let we're, me talk. I don't know why this Vegas, is a thing. World the world's famous. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I said Logal, so it put the G somewhere else. Thank you, Shannon Vogel, for our world famous Logal that has been slightly touched up to. Uh, match up with our new non-existent hairlines. Uh, you can find Shannon Vogel's <laughs> wonderful artistic wares at Vogel Art Shop on Etsy. Thank you, Tess, as always, for editing the show. Mary O'Brien, our wonderful question compiler, as shark always. Enthusiast. And shark enthusiast. <laughs> uh, and Steven Sievert for when our intro music on freemusicarchive.com or something or other like that. It's literally what I wrote on this te- on my notepad text <laughs> document, so I wouldn't forget what it was. Uh, Richie, give yes. me some plugs. Um, so I've got a three prong plug, and I got a, uh, a European plug. Which one do you want? Uh, also, uh, I don't think uh, I have. I don't uh, think I have any. Adapter. I don't have my travel adapter, so yeah. let's just go American with it. Okay, um, you can go to uh, uh, at B underscore Walnuts on X or Twitch, Twitter, or whatever you want to call it um, for my Twitter tweets, X posts. Um, and then you can check me out on Twitch, YouTube, and Kick, B underscore Walnuts or B Walnuts Gaming when it comes to YouTube. Uh, for video game streaming and Let's Plays, uh, streaming is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Um, at this point, probably playing Ender Lily's Quietus of the Night every Monday, so you should check that out. It's like a gothic Metroidvania. Also, uh, uh, PodQuest, the weekly nerdy talk show, where me and friends talk about whatever video game nerdy stuff is going on, because at least at the time of recording, there's still strikes going on. So we can't talk about that stuff. Or we don't, just mm-hmm. to adhere to the strike requests. Nice. Nice. You can find me on Twitter at Tim R. Hansen. You can find the wonderful missing Matt Casnell at M. Casnell. That's M-A-M-K-A-S-Z-N-E-L. Uh, talking about wonderful sports takes, music takes, and whatever the fuck he decides to dip his toes into uh, of this week. Sean, how about your plugs? And uh, tell us about our bros on the West Coast. Oh, I will. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at HeySOB. You can find me doing Frisbees at OB Disc Golf. You can find our friends at the Poop City podcast. Steven, 
and you and also obviously I know this. It's it's oh nope, it's a Snickers commercial. I thought you were being helpful. So Steven and somebody else. Charles. Charles. Greg and Gene. I follow I follow Steve I follow Steven on Twitter, so I know him. Because uh, he's and, the social aspect of the group. Yeah. But he also, I believe, uh, has deleted his Twitter at this point. I think so too. But I always saw him so. Uh and then uh so on that show, uh they have a lot of the similar humor and mirth as us. And they talk about uh current events and pop culture, and when they get a little bit too heavy. They uh, do an escape, which are usually thought experiments, like uh, the finishing, the Mortal Kombat finishing move of Muppets, I think, or maybe Shrek characters, Shrek. Uh, that kind of stuff. Just real, basically all of the questions that we ask and we cry about, they ask as in-betweeners of the actual sad stuff that's happening in the world. Um, <laughs> and But you should listen to it. It's a great summation that I'm surprised we haven't used before. <laughs> All of the questions we talk and cry about is what they talk about when they're done crying. <laughs> like when they do an escape, and then that gets sad, and they ripcord to another escape. Yeah. Great. They escaped an escape on an escape to this episode, I think. All right, well, that's that's the end of this wonderful evening of recording. Number 86.3, Sans, our, our, our vocalized leader... But not president, because that's me. Um, so remember, listeners, you can send us questions at brosetquestions at gmail.com if you want to be included on this wonderful ramble of a podcast. Uh, and for Rich Wheaton, Sean O'Brien, and the rest of the Action Moves team. Moo. Oh, I forgot to say wait, 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 wait. Scratch that. Oh, fuck that. Say goodbye to the listeners, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Say goodbye to the listeners, everyone. Goodbye. And for Rich Sweeten, Sean O'Brien, the missing Matt Casnell, and the rest of the Action Moves team, be smart about being stupid.